Once upon a time, Polly ran frantically through the dark forest of fear and doubt, until one day she slowed down enough to notice the trees were beautiful. The more she noticed the trees, the less she saw the darkness. She discovered she was in an olive grove rather than a forest. This is when she uncovered her magic truth. Polly's purpose is to shine in every way. Welcome to her manifesting success story. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Polly Rojas for her 14th interview. Yay! Great! I know, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, tell us what's awesome. Uh, what's awesome is this, during the morning call, one of the Enchanted Circle ladies complimented our podcast with, that I was in, and it was mm-hmm. so touching because... We're on number 14, and it's really such a like, cool evidence that what we talk about on the podcast is um, impacting and, and resonating with yeah. listeners. So that was, that was really, really, really nice. Yay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved hearing it. Mm-hmm. And I also was like, oh, that's huge evidence for like yes. all your future fans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was awesome. I mm-hmm. love that. How would you say your future self has been showing up? Oh, so she has been showing up devoted and committed and disciplined and trusting. I love that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, amazing. Um, Cool. Well, let's talk about this too. What manifesting muscle would you say you've been working out lately? 100% the trust muscle and the belief muscle, muscle and the the light at the end of the tunnel is that I don't see yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, especially last week I was in this fog and I just couldn't see, but I kept doing what I'm supposed to do, not what I'm supposed to do, but what I'm inspired to do. Yeah. Even though it was hard to feel the inspiration. I know that it, when I started what I want to do, the training, it came from inspiration. So mm-hmm. that was really, that was so uncomfortable going through it, even yeah. though, um, like I knew it came from inspiration, but in the moment it, I wasn't feeling inspired, mm-hmm. but that's why I kept going because I knew it came from inspiration and that I, the other side of it is more inspiration. So it's a funny place to be. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Between yeah. inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In those moments yeah. between inspiration. Mm-hmm. Right. And so as you were talking, I was wondering, so would you call that commitment? How would you define that? for you, like the, mm-hmm. the moment and keeping going from inspiration to inspiration? Because the commitment is inspired mm-hmm. and the devotion is inspired. And I've heard your podcast on both with Jenny about, you know, being committed and, and devoted. I know that the devotion is inspired. In, so even though the work at the moment was not inspired, like I know I was like, Cassie, I just don't want to do ballet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm, yeah. I'm committed to doing it five times a week. Right. Um, and you were like, okay, well then just take this Monday off and then do five days and go into Saturday. And mm-hmm. when you said that, I, I thought, oh, I really don't want to do it on the weekend. But you were like, just go take a nap and see how you feel. So as yes. soon as we, you know, I, I finished my session with you, I like lied down and I was like, no, I, you know, I actually really do want to do ballet. So, <laughs> so it's learning that uh, in that space, that permission that we give ourselves, mm-hmm. there is the the choice of finding inspiration again or 
realizing that what what I've committed to was from came from inspiration. Mm-hmm. And even though it it's not that it was forced, it was like a a pull. Yeah. Of, Go do it. Go do it. You know what you're. Yeah. You know what's at the end of it. You know why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was what got me to do it. Because you know, I know you talk about it all the time, but I thought you know, LOA, always feeling inspired, always feeling good, always <laughs> feeling this, right? And, and but the growth is never comfortable, and so it was a really cool experience, and I'm still going through it now. That um, it's not inspiration isn't always going to be like woohoo, great, yeah. It's, but but where I'm going is going to feel great, and that's why I'm doing it. Yes, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and giving yourself those little permissions in between, um, mm-hmm. allowing that inspiration to come back, right? Like taking a nap, yes. like right. Okay, let me lay down. Yeah, and it's almost. It sounds like almost as soon as you let yourself do that, versus right. having that fight of mm-hmm. I should do this, I should, I said I would, I this, I that. Like yes. inspiration has space to come up again. Right, right. It, it started to feel like I was like my own teenager that yeah. like, mom, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, fine, go take a nap. And then, and then my inner teenager was like, oh, fine, I'll do it. You know, right. I'll go to ballet now. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. soon as you stop asking me, like, I'll go do it. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So I even got a parenting lesson <laughs> for when I have kids. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. It's really great. Mm-hmm. And that kind of ties into, um, you know, we talked last week and, oh, I want to talk a little bit more about this too, is sort of the altruism thing that kind of you've been going through, but let's talk about self-pity first and how allowing yourself, because I think this is another LOA, Mm -hmm. probably what you thought, like I'm Mm -hmm. never allowed to feel Mm -hmm. self-pity. I'm never allowed Mm -hmm. to feel this stuff, but Mm -hmm. allowing that, tell us Mm -hmm. about allowing that and what it opened up. Great. So uh, I'm so passionate about Humanitarian work and and you know human rights and all of this and so I've been inspired from all the assignments that have been coming up to um, to just explore more and discover you know ways of giving back that are highly effective and so I found about I found out about effective altruism all this wonderful stuff I started you know I bought these audio books and started reading all about it and the more I read it the more inspired I was and. the more I realize, you know, how lucky I am. I've always known that I'm very, very privileged mm-hmm. and how lucky I am. And then the other, the flip side of that is how dire people, people, other people are and children across, you know, in, in very difficult situations. And then I even started reading about how it could actually, you know, some people consider it selfish to have <laughs> two kidneys because <laughs> if you have two kidneys, we actually don't, you know, you have a one four hundred thousand chance that anything will happen to you with only one kidney. So essentially, the book I was reading was saying that you're valuing your life four hundred thousand times more than anyone else that needs a kidney, and that's not okay. And so that it didn't kickstart it, but I was always already going into this rabbit hole of, wow, I'm I'm a selfish person, and the more I give, the better I am as a person. The more valuable I. I am in the, because of the more value I'm giving, right? So I, I start spiraling into like, wow, not, you know, I started thinking, oh, wait, maybe I will give up one kidney one day, you know? But in the midst of that, I, I was training for ballet and I'm, I'm learning the song on the guitar and I'm, I was like, man, I'm, I suck at this. And it, just all this resistance was happening um, that was paralleling my, my need or my, my feeling of being selfish. And 
I was like, Cassie, I'm just in such a funk. Like I, I'm complaining to myself, like inwardly, I'm feeling so bad for myself because I'm not doing a good job singing or doing ballet or playing. I'm really terrible, but I'm not allowed. I don't feel like I can because there's all these other people suffering that have real um, needs and that's not okay. And you're like, okay, whoa, <laughs> like, let's back up. Like, first of all, you, you said like, okay, I'm, I'm giving you permission to just wallow in self-pity for a week, even though it sounds very counterintuitive, just mm-hmm. give yourself the space to feel bad for yourself. And I, of course I trust you. So I said, okay. And it's funny when you said that I was so relieved because I, I, I didn't realize I could give myself permission. We give ourselves mm-hmm. permission for a lot of things to feel all of our feelings. But for some reason I thought self-pity was just, is not a real human thing to do. Right. I just, so then you were like, okay, just give yourself space to wallow in self-pity, even if it's like, you know, I don't know, because you broke a nail or whatever, like mm-hmm. the, the smallest things. And that just lifted everything. And you told me to also pause on reading all about all these altruistic things and, <laughs> you know, just because it was filling my head, um, making me feel even worse. So I did. And it took, I don't know, two days of just like dramatic self-pity. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know what? I feel so free and I feel just so, uh, the, all these things started aligning. I, I found a ballet teacher who is like very law of attraction and says mantras, like as you're holding a pet, she's like, just keep repeating. Like the whole, she asked the whole class to say, I am on it. Oh, my body loves being flexible. It's getting more and more flexible. So it was, I, I opened up the space to follow inspiration. I found a teacher Mm -hmm. that I really love. I signed up for her classes. So essentially giving myself permission opened up a lot and I felt so much better. And now I'm, I feel so happy. Like what a difference a week makes for me. Yes. All the feelings are, I just feel lighter, brighter, really, really good. Yay. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, you can give yourself that same permission. Like don't resist because anytime we resist anything, we're resisting everything, right? So mm-hmm. even when we're resisting, I don't want to feel bad, but I do feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I want some self-pity because it can be frustrating. Like you're learning a lot. You are, um, I don't, I, no other word except for expecting a lot from your body yes. is coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And, and doing all, I mean, both your body and your mind and your singing voice and your everything. fingers for guitar, like mm-hmm. everything you're expecting a lot. And mm-hmm. yeah, allowing that space of not getting any better, like, and just mm-hmm. like really allows us to open up and, and see something different instead of mm-hmm. resisting what is. Right. And it was affecting my uh, my poor boyfriend, like he he started calling me Moody Mary. I'm like, that's not helping. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And then I talked with you, like, just tell him what you need, and like, what ask him, like, what you know, communicate. Yeah, when I feel this way. What I need is space, and then give me a hug. And what can I do to be better when I'm feeling this way? And this is what I would let you know. And and it you know, we had a lovely conversation and he's been so good. He makes dinner every night and he's always telling me that I'm wonderful. And that's just, uh, it's really heavenly to be able to know, you know, to communicate and yeah. tools. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To have someone, I think a lot of people need this reminder, right? It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be this way, but we get in that space, but like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we'll talk to the person that you're with or ask right. for what you need or just mm-hmm. be clear because they don't know, like mm-hmm. they're not in our head. 
Right, right. And it really, like you said, is a wonderful opportunity to com to learn to communicate or to ask for what it, the, the, that opportunity was such a gift yeah. uh, because we wouldn't have had this conversation otherwise. And it, as you said, I'll be doing a different part and growing into a different being for mm -hmm. with each part that I play. So it's not, this isn't a one-off, you know, right. <laughs> be, no. but it's practice for the future. Yeah. And for mm -hmm. all your other roles. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. there is a learning. It's very similar to LOA. Like you're growing into the depths of this character that you're mm -hmm. playing. Right. And so there's going to be the same sort of breakdowns and frustrations mm -hmm. and pushing against and opening up mm -hmm. as when you're growing yourself in, in the LOA process. Right. And I, I went back to listen to a few of, of your podcasts and it was so poignant because uh, there was a part where you talk about change with Ginny and how uh, you talk about a snake Mm -hmm. How when a snake sheds its skin, it's going to be a little bit raw yeah. because it's growing into it. So there's this raw, tender period that is especially important to communicate mm -hmm. um, when I'm feeling this tender, like ex being exposed, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And in turn, I, I know that it, with my boyfriend, he realizes he can do that too, mm -hmm. right? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's also teaching a learning moment for him that it's okay. Yeah. To feel that way too. Yeah. Absolutely. Because when yeah. we honor that in ourselves, we, mm -hmm. we automatically, without even saying anything, give permission to mm -hmm. anyone who gets to see it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And he's, um, he might not be in like the enchanted circle, but right. in his life, he is growing into different roles and oh, his business so and much. doing yeah. different things. Yeah. 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 And it, he's, I'll take a second to show off, but he's growing so much. <laughs> and I know it's because it's, a, it's a also, you know, by osmosis, a benefit that he right. gets from me being in the enchanted circle and him growing into his future self without even knowing it. So yes. it's been really, really fun. And I, I'm so proud of him for so many things that he's growing into and how he handles things. Yay. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, since we're on the topic of you two, mm -hmm. um, you recently gave money in a couple, couple weeks to a couple months ago. I don't remember, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. we have had conversations before and coaching through this, um, you know, when do I give money? And you guys travel a lot to a lot mm -hmm. of countries that mm -hmm. are not as well off as America. Mm -hmm. And right. so you meet these people and often get requests and we've mm -hmm. coached through like, when do you give money? And so do you mm -hmm. want to tell us about your recent, like yes, inspired of story? Yes. Oh man. It was, it's been so great. So I, last December, my boyfriend, his mom and I backpacked in India Amazing. and it was absolutely Oh, it was so wonderful, especially being with his mom, and she's mm -hmm. so adventurous and amazing. And so we went to the north of India, and we met. We stayed with these three brothers who have three different hostels, and they are they have no education, but they've somehow managed to figure out how to have a hostel. They were so kind. They learned by speaking to tourists, like. English. One of them speaks fluent Mandarin and it just, they're self-starters that had nothing. And now they have these, they treat us so beautifully. Um, I'll, I'll give them a shout out. It's there. They have, they love Bob Dylan. So they have one hostel called the Bob cafe. The other oh, one called awesome. the Dylan cafe. So it's, <laughs> they're really, really great. And so we've, we've kept in touch. And a couple of days ago, I got this long message from the youngest brother saying, Hey, um, I'm so sorry to ask you this, but it's, you know, we've been hit so hard 
in with Corona and mm-hmm. We ha- we just opened, as you know, the third hostel, and we're really we're in a really bad place. He's like, I would never ask you this, but is it possible for you to help us? And normally, like we get these requests all the time, and it hasn't ever felt like oh, um, like sometimes we meet people and right away they ask for money. But we've had this relationship where they're always checking in, seeing how we're doing. It felt really good to to help them, and uh, so I was thinking, oh, you know, I'd really want, I'd love to help them a lot. And in India, a dollar goes a really long way. Mm-hmm. But I thought what would be so amazing was I was thinking between 200 and then I was thinking really crazy and thinking, oh, maybe 500, maybe I could give him $500. That sounded a little like, uh, you know, scary to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then my boyfriend goes, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, remember the three brothers? And they showed him the message and he goes, well, why don't you give him 250 and I'll give him 250. And I was <laughs> like, oh, it's like he read my mind. And I, I would never ask anyone else to go in on it with me. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't, it doesn't feel right to ask somebody else to give them money, you know? So it's just such a, oh, a moment of, of, I, I just, I felt his growth and his, um, his heart, his general, everything about it and our, mm-hmm. our partnership, you know? And so we sent them the money and, and I learned how to send money through Western Union online, which I'd never well. known about, you know? Yeah, I know, I feel so good now. Um, and they, they were so, they were just so, so gracious about it. And it just felt like something that him and I, he and I created together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. And I love how you can feel from you Mm -hmm. how good giving that money feels. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And then um, I told him like, oh, you know, money always comes back to you, you know, just in case he was a little bit worried. And he goes, let's not do that because of that. Let's just do it to give. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, like who are, you know, this is amazing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was just saying how good that felt to do. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And this was the kind of stuff I dreamed about before even, you know, the kind of partner I wanted to be with. And he wasn't that person before, but now he is. So it was, yeah, yeah. it feels so good. Oh, that's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love it. And I love, I just put this together that sort of putting down that altruism book of like, to me, I haven't read it. I will be fair. Yeah. Like there's a lot of rules, right? It's a lot of right. should, how you should mm-hmm. like do it. And right. like, so I think it's very cool that you put this down and this opportunity came up because yeah. mm-hmm. it's huge. Right. Right. And, and it's funny because as I was reading the book and there were all these rules, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, the coaching that we've done, it's like, no, 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 it's, it's okay to have nice things. It's okay yes. that I want to have um, a, a nice, sturdy car. It's okay that I want to have a big house one day to have lots of people. It's okay. It, you know, mm-hmm. and what they're saying is they're, they're people who believe that it's our responsibility to not live above our means or no, no, mm-hmm. to live without, if we don't need it, it's irresponsible mm-hmm. to have it. So mm-hmm. interesting. So it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It feels good to have, to be in abundance. Cause that is, I would think scarcity thinking. Is, yeah, that's how I would put it. Yeah, right, right. If that doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, and it's really. Um, I mean, it gets really like, yeah, it's like denying yourself, right? Right. Like you exactly. can't ask for something mm-hmm. which is scarcity because that mm-hmm. means if I have this, someone else can't have it. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, and almost putting pleasure as, uh, like, a taboo. 
Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And we're not about that at all. Right. <laughs> we're about complete like fulfillment and pleasure and all of that. Mm-hmm. And and being valuable to others. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that as you enjoy yourself, like you're naturally going to give more and you're right. going to make more of an impact and you're going to be able to help more people than like trying to shrink yourself because you don't deserve anything above like what other people basic. have. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. So they had a lot. It, the, this wasn't the only thing the book was saying. They had a right. lot of really great, wonderful uh, information, mm-hmm. but the, I think it's the, how they were going about it. That wasn't the LOA yes. way of, of doing it. Yeah. For yeah. me, maybe for them. Yes. But not for me. Right. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. the most important, right? Is right. to find the thing that you res that feels good because it's, if it doesn't feel good, it's not going to um, mm-hmm. have the impact, right? Right. But right. when something like this feels so good, I can see for years this being mm-hmm. some sort of reciprocal amazingness. And just because it's natural, not because it has to be, or that's the reason. Just right. like, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they, of course, the, the book, all books about altruism talk about like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. I'm like, they don't have little tiny, like, (laughs) I don't, I don't think Bill Gates has a small little house, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's given so much. So, you know, anything is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anything is possible. I love it. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, so speaking of which, I want to tell this story because I think it's so awesome. You got offered a loan mm-hmm. and we did a little coaching and you were like, yeah, it feels really good. Like I don't have to pay back for a year yeah. and then I can just focus on getting ready for this amazing part, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And at first I wasn't sure because to me a loan is debt. I would equate it, you know, but in a, I don't have to worry about it for a year. It helps yeah. me to just focus on training. So it's as if I'm getting paid to just train. And then it's an amount that I know like a year from now, I'll be, I'll have a, the acting job that will mm-hmm. pay it, like in one go. I don't have to do worry about the 3.75%, which is a great uh, yeah. interest rate. Yeah. But I don't even have to worry about that because I know <laughs> that it, the, the job is coming where I'll just pay it off right away. And you also said that it had the added benefit that it increases my business um, account. Yeah, loan. like yeah, yeah, that increases everything. So it's it's a a win a win win. Yeah, like I just I love knowing that it'll be taken care of, and I'm yeah. getting paid right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. and I think what's cool for what I want listeners to understand is that we figured out you would be getting paid for mm-hmm. sort of this job upcoming job. Mm-hmm. after you decided, like you were like, it right. feels really good. And my yeah. coaching is of course, then yes, that's, mm-hmm. it feels really good. That's what you should do. And then it was a little bit later kind of in the coaching, like I, like you had said something and I did some math and I'm like, Oh, well, if you get paid for this time before this job officially starts, yeah. mm-hmm. then like that is when you'll be making that money. And right. it was like, Oh, but oh, it was yeah. that trust of, mm-hmm this is what feels good for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like, you know, having that bonus of like, oh yeah. And of course it's tanking. And on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you always say, um, putting the trust in first, like, don't worry about the how. Yeah. And you said that today in, in coaching is, um, if you are going to worry about the how, you can ask like, oh, I wonder how the universe is going to supply this. <laughs> <laughs> but it has nothing to do with what I have to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and I wanted to share this uh, story because I thought it was so cool. So 
if you listen to the last episode, um, we talked about Polly being on community and it was super <laughs> fun. We actually had a really great um, conversation afterwards, which was like a lot of evidence for me that Polly <laughs> didn't even know about. And, um, and I said something on that last episode, like, oh, and after this airs, everybody will go, you'll get a bigger royalty check because everybody's going to go check out that episode. Yep. <laughs> and it was like the next day I just popped on Netflix and I see community is like number two. in all of all of the country and Netflix and it was just like yep there it is and the interview hadn't even aired to you guys that are listening right now because Mm -hmm. as we're recording this you haven't even heard that previous episode (laughs) or yeah as we're recording it Mm -hmm. um but just that energy I just thought it was such a great like there it is like I hadn't seen community on the list (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then there it was. There and it I was. was. But you told me that because I had no idea. And then you're like, by the way, it's number two. And you always hear about, I, it's like also evidence because you always hear about these actors like, oh, by the way, did you see you're on the cover of it? You know? <laughs> yeah. It, it was super fun. And I'm like, oh yeah, of course it is because we talked about it. Right? Everything yes. turns to magic. Yeah. It does turn to magic. Yeah. Yeah. I was so cool. I'm so happy you told me that. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah. I love it. So fun. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. So um, what has been the most magical thing that's happened in your life in the last couple months? The the timing and the alignment of, of things. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said that uh, my boyfriend and I, we travel so much. Um, yeah. We love going to the less traveled countries and make videos about how beautiful these places are and the people. And, and it's really, we've seen some extraordinary things. And then I was definitely apprehensive this year because there's training that I need to get done and travel that I wanted to do. However, travel is not possible anymore. <laughs> right? and so this, it just felt like, um, like this silver platter of, there you go. Like you were worried about something. Now, literally all you can do is stay home and make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. And this is a, such a great opportunity to, you know, um, just be home and train and make the best out of it. And it was so, it's been crazy because, um, I had like a hair appointment or something and the ladies there were like, Oh my God, how is quarantine? Like, we're so bad. Like our kids were driving. us crazy, you know? <laughs> and they're like, how is, how is lockdown for you? I'm like, actually, I, it was, it's still amazing. I've had the time of my life. Like my boyfriend, I have never been better. We play games. I'm training. I'm learning so much. My brain is like my heart, my spirit, everything is growing. Mm-hmm. And I could tell, tell they were like, okay, like just get your hair done. <laughs> but I love being that person that like can take all of this, whatever, you know, the world state mm-hmm. and everything and have a community that, that emphasizes that every there's magic in everything, and even like what is happening with the pandemic is an opportunity to um, to grow in mm-hmm. so many ways. And and I know that it's the training that I that I'm being able to do being at home that will make me travel the world even yes. more so because of what I've been able to do just being still at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Ugh, I yeah. love that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's really been so such a special time um, for me personally. And I'm very, very lucky that no one that I know has been affected by the mm-hmm. coronavirus, you know? Um, so yeah, it, I'm, I feel very, very, very blessed. Amazing. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, 
I wanted to come back. I just remembered a point that I wanted to share about the loan and like not having to worry about rent and taking the loan. And Mm -hmm. um, when we went through Manifest 10K and it took a couple of rounds because it was even now that I were even talking about sort of the altruism thing, I think part of even your first Manifest 10K list was like, oh, I want to give this away. I want to do this. And we had a real real conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't that you didn't want to do that, but it's just like, I'm not, that wasn't where you were. And when, mm-hmm. when we did some coaching, we came to what would feel really good Yeah, is if I had my rent paid and all I mm-hmm. had to do was focus on training and right. that is exactly what you've created. Right. Right. I literally like I, um, the loan will come in and I can just give six months away and then don't even worry about anything. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And still have money left over to, for all other expenses and then some. That's amazing. How does that feel to have created that? So, so so, uh, incredible, incredible. And it's funny because I've done, so this is interview 14. Mm -hmm. It's not surprising. It's, it's just, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you this, you know, right. It was like, you'll never believe it. Now it's like, oh, by the way, right. (laughs) It's also happening. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. That's a normal thing. It is. It's awesome how normal it becomes. So normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I love that. Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing this moment in your journey with us. Is there anything else that's on your heart or you want to make sure to share today? The, uh, there's always so much, but, um, I've just, I'm full of gratitude as always just being so gracious. And, um, I'm so grateful that we can see you almost every day. You're, You're so available to us and you still have boundaries for yours. It's, it's really just, you're such a wonderful example So thank you you for everything you do. Absolutely. And thank you for being here. And thank you to all of our listeners. Make sure to come back and check out what else is awesome next time in Polly's life. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com, where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.